This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. Marketing Jam is brought to you by Cyber Impact, the email marketing platform made specifically for Canadian small businesses. Go to cyberimpact.com forward slash jelly, create a free account, and start sending Castle compliant promotional emails in just a few clicks. Here's your host, Darian Kovacs. So uh, we're here at DX3 uh, interviewing some of the best and brightest minds in marketing and retail. Uh, we have with us a special guest today because he's special to me. So why don't you introduce <laughs> yourself and the role that you play in the uh, world here of uh, sure, DX3 yeah. and the world in general. Yeah, totally. So I'm a, uh, as you know, a speaker agent manager, run a company called Talent Bureau. My partner and we book speakers, media personalities and celebrities for, uh, for events. And so I've just a long time attendee of DX3 and uh, yeah, love of supporting the event. It's a pretty key one to the kind of event and uh, yeah, retail marketing ecosystem here in Toronto and, awesome. and I suppose Canada. Cool. Yeah. So why don't you tell us um, some of the people that you represent uh, sure, through yeah. the Talent Bureau. Yeah, cool. So we, we work with anyone from, um, you know, we've worked with and book out folks like your Dragon's Den uh, stars yeah. and, you know, marketing and media personalities. We've, uh, we've booked yourself, as you know, in the past. Um, <clears throat> we've, and then, and yeah, we specialize a lot in like kind of tech and innovation as yeah. an important space and as, and as obviously that kind of infuses every industry. As we know, there's no separation anymore, so a lot of that. And then lots and lots, again, of like your kind of bigger media personalities. Um, in the past couple of weeks, we've had from, you know, doing events with Stephen Harper to doing events with Heinz Ward and um, other, you know, people like that. So it's cool. Uh, work across a lot, a lot of different platforms, a lot of different people. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's always fun. Mm -hmm. So you're traveling a lot. I know you're going off to South by Southwest yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, two hours. So as a, as a you know, husband as well and someone traveling mm -hmm. and working right across the country in different time zones, tell us some of your favorite totally. apps that you love. Maybe your yeah, five favorite, question. maybe that you love or that you just find you need and you use on the daily. Yeah, good question. Okay, so I was a super late adopter of Uber, mostly because I'm cheap and just never took taxis ever. Yeah. Uh, that said, especially as you travel more and more, yeah. you... Uh, you end up needing it and it becomes just just like a such a good thing when you travel a lot like I do that it's just so easy to count on in every city you go except to. Except in Vancouver. Except, yeah, yeah, except in Vancouver. That's all right because I can, you know, Vancouver, I, I still call enjoy, I can walk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I text you, you come, yeah. you pick me up, yeah. we drive. Perfect. Uh, it's perfect, yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm, I also, again, it's not just that I'm cheap, I didn't take taxis, I love walking. So when I am in other cities, I kind of walk constantly, yeah. which obviously means like Google Maps has yeah. made my, I mean, okay. when I think about how often I use Google Maps because yeah. I'm in a new city, it's, yeah. it's wild. And so, yeah. and so that's, that's a huge one. Maps. Um, and are you a local guide with Google Maps? Uh, I'm not a local guide with Google okay. Maps. No, okay. just straight up. I just I just use the system. Okay. I put nothing back okay. into it. Okay. Um, so yeah, you got I'd say. Carrots now to incentivize you. Oh really? Oh yeah. interesting. Well, yeah. that may change. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Uh, so Google Maps, Uber, obviously, um, Slack is my my business, and so many of those side projects yeah. and different things I work on all live on Slack, yeah. and it uh, it has been a, been an incredible shift in. Uh, okay. In my uh, in my life, um, have you got Slack socks what's yet? That? I don't. Yeah, where these? Yeah. Are these these are actual Slack socks. These are actual Slack socks. Okay, no. Yeah, Slack yeah. made in Angels. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. It's a really, really amazing uh, uh, company. And just again, what you know, I try and describe how it's so different to people, yeah. and it's really hard at times. But it just works, and it means I get like less MSN emails. Like Amazon Messenger. Yeah, I know exactly. ICQ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, okay. I know. It's like they, you know, they just made the right twist yeah. and it worked. Um, so okay, I'm trying to get to five here. 
Let's see what else. Um, I used to I used to uh, work at Shopify, yeah. and I have a store in there that still somehow does does well. So really? I'm, I'm in my Shopify app every time the little ching goes off, and that's an important one to me because I really respond to it versus yeah. uh, versus you know the other way around. Do you mind sharing what you sell in your? Yeah, store? sure. I sell I sell. Uh, I'm from Nova Scotia originally, yeah. and I sell Donair spice. So our our business, we're drunkensailor.ca, and we sell drunkensailor donair spice. Okay, drunkensailor.ca, uh, yeah, check yeah, it out, donair spice. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So very kind of like East Coast, uh, East Coast thing, and it's uh, and yeah, so we started selling it just because kind of most people who work there uh, sell something online. It started okay. like that, and then it worked. Uh, and so now, yeah, now every time. Shops buying or individuals? A uh, little bit of both. So okay. we individuals. Um, yeah, you know, just individual purchases, that's what kind of happened, okay. you know, any given day. But then we also got into Sobeys. We're actually in 85 Sobeys stores out east. And then and then lots of kind of like gift shops and tour shops yeah, as well. This so whole yeah. world that's I didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, uh, you enjoy it's pretty funny. You enjoy Donair. I mean, that's where, that's where it all started from. Okay. It's monetizing a, a, a plague of mine that okay. has cost me much weight and, and, okay. and, and many like food hangovers over okay. the years. But I'm finally making, uh, you know, we're able to make a few pennies off of it, okay. so it's great. Yeah, no, it's just a fun like way to keep connected to home yeah. and uh, and a great exercise. Like for me, it's been a really cool exercise in marketing and in yeah. and in just you know digital advertising to see you know when you when you promote when you work, you see like very direct results. It's a very like small, interesting microcosm yeah. of like seeing marketing work, and so that's why it's a fun project to play with, play with new ideas. Um, we leave it alone a lot, uh, but yeah. then we pick it up yeah. and then we run with it for for a couple months, and okay. yeah, it's fun. Okay. I need to know. We're in Toronto right now. Yes. Best donair in Toronto. Well, this is a tricky. This is a tricky well, question. And I'll, um, I'll caveat. We're <clears throat> walking distance from the convention center. Okay. So I can I can say as as probably the the connoisseur. Yeah. You know, maybe top five connoisseurs. Maybe maybe the top in this in the city on donairs. There isn't the best one within okay. walking distance. Uh, we usually have to drive to Milton, which is literally an hour that we invest in driving out there wow. and then back okay. uh, to get donors from a place called Halifax Donair out there. Okay. Uh, to the point that you know we share Christmas cards with the owners of the shop oh, now. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, but there is a great place. There's a Thirsty Duck Pub, which is down uh, actually not far from my house, so very convenient. There, okay. it's opened by a couple of Halifax people, and they serve a, a good donair in there. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, but nothing in, in, uh, in immediate walking distance. Okay. The East Coast style donair. There's donors. There's different types, okay. but. The, the kind of like Halifax style donair. Okay. You got to trek for it. And that's okay. just how it is. Okay. So yeah. I need to also ask. You mentioned yes. Halifax. Yep. Did you ever watch Street Sense growing up? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So do you remember they would they would we're at a retail conference yep. and if an item wasn't great. Yeah. yeah and yeah, they would yeah, say yeah. this item is fit for the pit Pits. and they throw it in that giant said, pit. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I haven't okay. thought about that in a long time. Yeah. But yeah, that's okay. That's really fun. We could maybe you encourage were, Amber Mack. She's doing a little yeah, retail yeah. stage day. Uh -huh. She can maybe bring back the pit whole thing. She should. If it's a bad tech. Maybe that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's the lack of the pit for these new, like, non-physical products yeah. that, maybe, that maybe perpetuates terrible products yeah. at times. So maybe, yeah, we brought the pit back. It okay. would really help. Yeah. I mean, we have, like, you know, you've, you've got, like, Dragon's Den or Shark Tank where people will like harshly put down an idea, yeah. but otherwise ideas they're not as harshly put down. There's yeah. no there's no pit for yeah. software okay. or for apps. There should be. Yeah, yeah. that's we'll good. Bring, bring it that back. back. It's bring a Halifax creation that the yeah, world totally. needs. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Bring that back. So 2018, mm -hmm. need to know what are the marketing trends that you think are coming down the the pipeline? Looking into your crystal ball. Sure. What yeah, would you say yeah. 2018 is going to be about? I mean, I'm I am uniquely unqualified to. Uh, to offer an answer to this question, but in from you know my layman's terms, yeah. uh, I can give you a couple. I mean, um, 
I think the internet is going to catch on. Okay. Uh, GeoCities yeah, are yeah. taking off. Yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be something. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. I mean, or I think even the what, evolution. What are topics you're getting asked for? A lot? Sure. Like, yeah. What are totally. Topics is asking for like what topics? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it's the evo the evolution and 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 deeper understanding of of how technology and innovation and disruption actually impact people. So yeah. it's been like this high level topic that people that people have batted around, so, you know, same as like, you know, yeah, just the disruption of the Airbnbs and yeah. the Ubers and so on. Yeah. And but but it's been tossed around in a really big way. But then what does it really mean to me? Yeah. And I think that's where we're getting and like people are really looking to understand what does that mean to them? So what does that mean to my hospital? What does yeah. that mean to my um, my family? Yeah. Um, how, do you, how do you take that? My Donair restaurant, like what's yeah. happening, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's, it's key, no, but that's that's where I see it going. I mean, we're, we're seeing that manifest. There's been all kinds of conversations around retail and how yeah. it's changing and how um, it's going to be completely disrupted. But it happens, you know, kind of, it, it's it's happened sort of slowly enough, yeah. although there have been lots of indicators with the Sears's of the world and yeah. others, but it's happened slowly enough that people haven't really had sometimes or they've chosen not to shake themselves and yeah. say, holy, we need to think about yeah. this if we're a retailer. Yeah. But now you're seeing you're seeing kind of the true power of like upstart brands that just sell online. They build an incredible yeah. community and then they're popping up more stores than like legacy retailers could yeah. hope to have ever had. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we're really seeing that kind of manifest and come to life. So I think, I think we're going to probably see a lot of legacy retailers and legacy companies embrace digital advertising and digital community building yeah. or online community building in a bigger way. Like Ho hopefully, Bay, hopefully they get it. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they get it and, and do it. So that's yeah. that's what I see um, you know potentially happening this year, hopefully. Uh, and we'll yeah, see where see where that happens. And maybe not this year, this decade, maybe some of them will get it and, and avoid the path that many of the predecessors have gone down. Yeah. yeah. So we're at DX3, there's also yep. a mining convention happening next door. Yeah, yeah. Those of you that are interested to know, it's happening at the same time. Totally. Um, so there was an article recently where they talk about Bitcoin mm -hmm. and they interviewed a retailer uh, who owns the uh, franchise called The Float House. Okay. I don't know if they're yep. out here in Ontario yet, but yep. they're, they're big in BC. You sit in okay. a, a chamber where oh, like it's the float a, chamber. Yeah, 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 totally. you float and it's, it's incredible. Totally. But he said, oh yeah, right, right when we heard about Bitcoin, we started accepting Bitcoin. But in all these months we were accepting Bitcoin, no one ever paid with Bitcoin. Right, right, right. So it's an interesting connection of, hey, here's a, a potentially disruptive idea, yes, yeah. but never actually affects an actual retailer on the ground. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think my personal thoughts on that solely shaped from from things I've read and, and no true applied yeah, yeah. thinking to it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is me, you know, amalgamating a bunch of readings yeah. would be the fact that I think it's going to be, I think Bitcoin is going to be the case of exponential change. It's yeah. it's not like the one where slowly some internet companies started to yeah. really chip away at yeah. the at the sales yeah. of each you know, of, of Hudson's Bay. Yeah. I think it's going to be the case of like, yeah, you're right. No one has paid in Bitcoin in a store yeah. yet, let's say there, but I think two years from now, there's no reason not to think that like tens of thousands of people will have. Like it will have. It's yeah. like going to not be the slow buildup, but I think we're just going to see the shift. I think the right public figures are going to embrace it, or the institutions that yeah. we do trust are going to are going to enable just a massive shift to it. And maybe not Bitcoin, but, but another you know again blockchain technology. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see if that happens. But I think there's it's certainly an industry where it's possible again like home sharing existed yeah. it was small home yeah. sharing for 20 years took it took little bits and pieces out of the hotel industry but then it took like you know an airbnb just to get it like that right that it like totally shifted the industry and i think that i think there will be a similar change here and the airbnb happened very exponentially it was like this this this, this and then boom and i think we'll see similarly with like bitcoin you know ethereum blockchain technology with currency that it's just going to it's, it's a slow build, but yeah. once it takes, yeah. 
yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, make a massive impact. So we'll see. Just need to get the trust levels up, I think, with people. And I'm even seeing retailers where it's um, even tap. If they're things yeah, that have yeah. tap, they have a big sign that says no tap. Yeah, because yeah, they said yeah. people get frustrated because they're uh -huh. hitting their machines yeah, with totally, their cards. Totally. Yeah, and look at how fast we expect to tap. Like, yeah. you know, two years ago, that would have been perceived, two years ago, yeah. whenever, you know, yeah. a month before yeah. it was first really taken on, it would yeah. have been perceived as really, you know, unsafe, unsecure, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now it's like I'm really frustrated at a retailer when they don't have it. And yeah. and they do. They give me that little sign, yes. you know, handwritten yes. and then taped on yeah, double tape totally is, yeah. to like make me feel a little better, yeah. you know, or, or to at least warn me that it's not there so I can mentally deal with that yeah. in the one second I have. So, yeah, yeah it's funny. And Apple Pay, do you use Apple Pay? You uh, very that? minimally, but okay. uh, yeah, minimally only I can't even think of why. Yeah. Um, I just tend to, I just do carry a wallet. Yeah. Like, is that old school? Am I, am I old school? For, like, no, I just carry, so. Yeah, I just carry a wallet, so I just always pull my card out. Yeah. Um, and actually, my, I have, uh, this, is, this is a random story yeah. to go into, but I have, uh, like, very minimal fingerprints because my fingers dry out so badly. Okay. So I actually, my, my touch never works on my phone. I've Shoot. never been able to have it, yeah. Okay. So, uh, can I see your so, phone? Yeah. yeah, they're not terrible right now, but oh, you can yeah, see, like, my fingerprints here. don't work. Wow. So And uh, I have the opposite. My hands are always moist, <laughs> like always wet. Yeah. I shouldn't say the M yeah. word, I guess, some people don't like yeah, that. But yeah, my hands yeah. are often uh, wet. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, we yeah, could combine our... If we only could balance that up. Did you yeah. expect this to go there? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. So that's so funny. So that's actually, when I think of it, that's the reason I don't use uh, okay. Apple Pay for the most part, because it's not that convenient. It's actually easier for me to grab my car yeah. from my wallet. What about Starbucks app? Do you use that? I don't use that. No, okay. my wife does daily. Yes, uh, but yeah. I uh, I don't uh, I don't dabble in Starbucks. I'm okay. a tea drinker, yes. uh, so I just uh, I'm pretty simple, yeah. pretty simple tea guy for the okay. most part. Peach yeah. Tranquility is my go-to at Starbucks. Yeah, because I'm a tea guy as well, okay, and yeah. Peach Tranquility is incredible. All right. Yeah, Love and it. I always ask for a bit of ice, okay, room okay. for ice because so I have, my, a, so does I have my a baby mouth. It's nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> So part of, yeah, yeah. part of how I made it. I'll let her know. Yeah. I'll let her know, yeah. yeah. Um, great. So the position you're in now mm -hmm. and, and where you've got to in your career, yep. if someone is aspiring to be like you, oh, what, what kind of advice would you give them to be a talent rep, talent agent? Uh, great question. I'd say two, two key things. I really, I, I don't know why I said two. I haven't yeah. thought it through yet. But uh, let's, let's, let's aim for two things. Yeah. Um, first would be, first would be, uh, honing your eye for talent, and yeah. and that that doesn't just mean like you know becoming amazing at at spotting something that's yeah. a little more natural, but yeah. but honing your ability to uh, focus and kind of um, push out the distractions yeah. and, and maybe what's not uh, you know going going to really make it because it can be really uh, it, it's a very distracting industry. You can get really excited about an artist or an act yeah. or or a speaker, yeah. and but it's like they're not going to they're not poised to go. So you've got to be able to like focus on what can work. Mm. Um, and be willing to work like extremely hard. I mean, I think like a lot of industries, I'm not, you know, there, there's a lot of incredible people working really hard in a lot of industries. Yeah. This is certainly one where, yeah, you need to work really hard. It's, uh, it's one of those ones where it's really cool and you get to work with such amazing people, but you're also, your job fundamentally is to, uh, is to sell and, and get, uh, get speakers out there into the world and, and get their ideas, embrace their ideas, and then push them out into the world. So kind of honing your, your ability to do that as well uh, is big. Do you ever feel like, when you're looking for the right <coughs> talent, do you ever channel your inner, like, Usher when he found Justin Bieber on YouTube? Yeah, I, uh, I try. Mm -hmm. I definitely would yeah. like to have that happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, try to not search, you know, like young boy singing on YouTube very often or whatever. Yeah. It's just frowned upon. But, uh, but man, to have that moment in your career would be super cool. And yeah. I think actually, I mean, that's the way we kind of build our, build our, our agency up. It's yeah. like that, uh, you know, building things in a way that we are poised and ready when we, when we do kind of 
find those more sort of like breakout talents, if you will, yeah. and building the infrastructure so we're able to just really run with it. Yeah. Um, and some people in their careers, like, well, obviously there are, there are millions, yeah, or maybe maybe handy million producers, managers, agents yeah. who will never find that Justin Bieber, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's a unique Stratford boy onto his own. Yes. However, yeah. um, however. How far is Stratford you know, from here? Where just we about an hour. An yeah, hour. So an hour. He's yeah, from an hour more. away from, from right here. here. You can go to the new museum that opened up about him in Stratford There's tomorrow a if you Justin want. Justin Bieber Museum? It just opened, I believe. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I got targeted for ads for it somehow. <laughs> so, uh, so I think that I think okay. it's open. I'm pretty sure I saw okay. that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so check it. You can go check it out. Okay. Cancel. Interviews canceled. Tomorrow. Yeah, sorry uh, guys. Go to the Beaver Museum. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So <coughs> part of your job, you give advice to speakers. Mm -hmm. I, know, I know we don't want to give too much of what you give away, but what, <laughs> what's the kind of number one thing that you wish people would know who are, are aspiring to be a speaker mm -hmm. or, be, or be seen by you and heard yeah. by you? And, yeah. I mean, the easiest thing I tell people to do before speaking seems really basic, but a lot of people don't do it. It's think about the audience. A mm -hmm. lot of people get asked to speak in an event and they think, okay, what do I have to tell these people yeah. versus taking that moment, that instinctual moment to think, oh cool, you want me to speak at that event or you're asking me to speak at this event. What do they, what do these people mm. need to learn? And then in the kind of Venn diagram, what, what then overlaps with what I can teach them and talk to them about. And so few people take that moment to think about the audience and think about what they want and what they need. They just default to thinking about, cool, yeah, I'll tell my story or yeah, I'll share what I've learned. Um, and sometimes even what you've learned about marketing in the past year may be really fascinating, but it may not be what the audience really needs. Um, and so taking that second to think about it uh, is, is probably the most valuable thing you can do in terms of uh, preparing. Because going down that path of thinking about the audience will lead you to questioning yourself is, is this interesting? Do I have a good opening? Yeah. Uh, are people going to care about yeah. this? Like it pushes you to ask a lot of really important questions that then can you know, nudge you much further than any other single action towards a great talk. Yeah. So, uh, books and magazines that you cool, recommend yeah. for people to, to consume. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me, I am in the midst of uh, Sapiens right now. Okay, nice. Uh, so that's that's been really cool and eye-opening okay. so far. Um, <clears throat> some other books. I'm, I'm reading, I, I work with a man who wrote uh, 13 Ways to Kill a Community. It's very specific mm -hmm. to like community building, yeah. but like not even just, not online communities or anything, though there are lessons for them. It's yeah. literally about like physical communities, wow. very rural, really interesting stuff. Um, okay. I, I grew up in a small town, so I, connect with it at a yeah. different level, but it's also just really interesting. Mm. He's, he's killed it, so 13 Ways to Kill a Community. Um, what else have I been uh, been reading? Hmm. Or, or actually, we'll dive into a, dive into a magazine. Any zines? Do zines yeah, still yeah, exist? Yeah. Like, zines, like zines, I mean, like the ones at punk rock shows that were like yeah, I don't know. copied and made? Yeah, yeah they I should. I haven't seen one they in ages. Yeah, they should exist, okay. so I hope they do. Okay. Um, no, I would, I would say for magazines, I mean, I do try and prioritize um, The Economist, Okay. Um, just, just it's you know a nice consistent overview of of you know what's what's happening in the okay. world from a business perspective. I really like that. Um, I still I still am a huge uh, not still am a huge I like like Globe Mail is still really important yeah. to me as a, as yeah. something to read as, as something I do feel is fairly middle of the road. Um, do you, in terms do you read the of, physical version? Uh, so, no, I don't read the physical. All, all online. All, yeah, all online, online for for the yeah. globe. Um, I do like picking up the physical version yeah. when I'm in an airport or yeah, something yeah. else. But like I've got the access. But my wife and I get online. the Saturday edition. Yeah, and and that's we, nice. It's our weekend thing. Yeah, yeah. Know? I think I'm crazy I might, on the weekends. Yeah, I might <laughs> yeah. start doing the same thing. I mean, yeah. it is just kind of nice to have it. And I, you know, we'll see. We'll see what my. And you don't have kids yet. Our kids like wreck our newspaper. Yeah, like new toy every week. Freely open it. I know. Yeah, yeah, and just. Put the ink in my hands. Yeah. Feel that it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Um, one more, 
one more book. I'm trying to think of one I recently read. You know, a book kind of still continues to come up for me, and this is old now, mm -hmm. but um, Open by Andre, Andre Agassi. Okay. So it's like, it's probably came out four years ago. Okay. It's been a little bit dumb, but I read it pretty much as soon as it came out, and I still, like, it's one of the very few books that I still tell stories from, still okay. reflect on how great it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I would say, I would say, like, if you haven't read Open, check it out. Great, just personal journey story okay. of, of Andre Agassi's. It's great you know, kind of crazy rise in tennis, his backstory, yeah. so everything, yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> podcasts that you listen yes. to. Yes, yeah. I devour a lot of podcasts. Okay. Um, so, uh, Sick Boy Podcast, a group I work with, it's a comedy podcast about health, so I'm, I mean, I'm a weekly listener of Is that, and Sick I love Boy? it. Sick Boy, yeah. Sick Boy, okay. Yeah. Um, and Canadian? Uh, yeah, Canadian, Canadian yeah. group, really cool. Hilarious, very raw, rugged, yeah. but it's a yeah, comedy podcast about health, so it's pretty okay. unique and pretty cool the way it gets conversations going. Uh, Hidden Brain, great, mm. I think it's an NPR podcast. Okay. Um, so that's really cool, and they just explore topics yeah. in a great way. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Uh, I mean, I can't really live much without This American Life and Ira Glass, yeah. it's like I just, it is my, it is my like, weekly Christmas yeah. every time uh, it's a new episode. Yeah. And I love that and I've seen him live and just love the experience. Okay. He's super cool. And he's gonna be at South by this week, so oh, I'll okay. check him out again. Nice. Um, and what else would be in my top kind of five? Um, I'm blanking on the design podcast I listen to that everyone listens to and I cannot think of it, but uh, Popular Design Podcast, okay. check yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's the most popular design okay. podcast. Okay. I can't remember what it is. Uh, but but it's really, really cool. And then I always have like, um, you've, some, sometimes I, I filter them in a big way, yeah, but yeah. I always have a like detective one going as yeah, well. Some nice. are better than the other. Like yeah. you're, we're always just like waiting for something to be as good as cereal. So I yeah. keep taking some bets. Dirty John was pretty good. It was okay. done by the LA Times. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, just waiting for something to, to, to again be as good as cereal. And so I'm always just like test driving one. I give them two episodes and then maybe like don't finish or, yeah. or, or have finished quite a few. And there's some really good ones. Someone Knows Something, a CBC podcast. They've done four, three or four seasons now. Different kind of investigative stories. Really cool as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm always, I'm always like using one of those as my, as my uh, kind of fun getaway podcast. Awesome. So uh, as we, last question as we wrap up here, cool. uh, you go to a lot of conferences, a lot yeah, of events. Yeah. You, you send a lot of speakers to events as yeah. part of your job. What's your biggest advice you give to someone attending an event like DX3 mm. to, to get the most out of it? Great, great question. Um, I think I think doing work to prepare in advance yeah. is is important. Um, so maybe maybe you ask for one piece of advice. I'll give two or three. I, th I think preparing in advance is really really important. Yeah. You. People, you know, spend X thousands of dollars, register X thousands of dollars to travel there, and like they don't think about it till day of. It's kind of like I don't know if I have a, if I have a, soccer game on yeah. Saturday, I yeah. pull my cleats out on Friday. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. it's still you know to to think about it a little bit yeah. and get set. So, um, or now I pretty much start stretching five days before, yeah. so I don't yeah. kill myself. Uh, so. You know, just just doing the work, you know, looking into who's going to be there, yeah. who you want to connect with. Yeah. What's fun? Like taking take ten minutes to educate yourself on like the area even, yeah. so you can pick a quick place to go if you meet yeah. someone yeah. Um, and want to have a meeting. Like just yeah. those little things that you can do. Like yeah. one hour of prep can mean exponential benefit while you're on the ground. And for a lot of people, they go to one conference a year. It's like three days to be really on to really hit things. And so like you know, be be a little bit prepared for that. Um, two is like you know, avoid networking and just aim to connect with people yeah. you know that's all yeah. that's always nice be, i think we'd all enjoy conferences more if there was less like networking and, yeah. and more connecting mm -hmm. um and finally uh finally 
you know, focus on them. Again, I, I happen to go to a lot. It's a little bit hard for me to focus yeah. on them. I do kind of have to sometimes go to events and just work. But at the same time, if you're someone who goes to one, two, or four events a year, you know, again, you've probably paid somebody to be there. You've traveled there. Be, be in the zone. Yeah. Keep your phone away as much as possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and just, again, for the purpose of connecting with people, but if the purpose for authentically engaging in the content that's mm -hmm. being shared um, and for authentically just engaging in the overall atmosphere of the event and the energy that's there. Uh, you may as well. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for making time today. Hey, I thank know you're you. heading off to Austin, Texas. Yeah, today. yeah. Thank you for yeah. letting us know about uh, okay. where to get the best donair, about the yeah, Justin Bieber welcome. Museum, and all sorts of other great uh, <laughs> information yeah. and help for our, our listeners here, both on that the was, podcast and YouTube and Facebook video. That was all a thank you for the Justin Bieber. Uh, yeah. I know it. All right, I'll thanks, man. No, Cheers. Cheers. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again and see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.